0: Welcome to the Mindset Clean podcast, where you'll learn how to transform your life using the power of your mind. I'm your host, Jasmine Thomas. I'm a business and mindset coach for millennial women to enhance their self-worth and up-level their net worth. I'm a product of generational poverty, but I made it out of those negative statistics and stereotypes using the power of my mind to manifest the life and business of my dreams. It's my mission to help you take charge of your life to live as the highest version of yourself. I am beyond honored to have you here. Now, here's to becoming your absolute best and empowered self. Enjoy the show. Awesome, awesome. Welcome to the Mindset Queen podcast. I'm so excited. Again, today is my 26th birthday. It is a huge milestone for me, and I feel like I have gone through a lot of changes, almost like a metamorphosis with a caterpillar in a cocoon. When I look back in my life last year, I was actually... um, Finishing up my school year, my second school year as a full-time teacher, I had really just gotten into my primary business, and I mean, I was nowhere near the person that I am now, and I feel like I've changed so much, but it's because of my mindset and the lessons that I've learned. So in honor of my birthday, I was going to share 26 lessons, but y'all, that's too much. Not everybody will want to (laughs) listen. But I'm going to share actually just six particular lessons that I have learned over this past year. So I want you guys to take out a pen, a piece of paper. I want you all to just really, really dive in and think deeply about this because there are lessons in everything. I swear I could come up with 26, but just to save time and you guys to stay focused, I am only going to share six of the most powerful lessons that I have learned. So number one, number one, you determine your own happiness. That's right. I know everyone told you, oh no, a man is going to make you happy when they come along or your spouse will make you happy. I know that job is supposed to make you happy. The money is supposed to make you happy. The baby is supposed to make you happy. That is so not true. You determine your happiness by choosing joy and choosing to do things that truly fulfill you. That's the most For me, that's the most important thing, and that's why I chose it as number one, because as much as we want to put our happiness off on others and on our circumstances, we will never have a perfect circumstance. There will always be something going on. There will always be something wrong, something we wish that we can fix, and if we are predicating our happiness on something else, on someone else, we are going to miss out on life. If you're one of those people that say, oh, when I get to this, I'm going to be happy. The truth is you'll never be happy because then there'll be something else that you'll be striving for. So the key is just to be happy in every single moment that you possibly can, right? We do have sadness. We have things we have to deal with, but what has helped me is to look at what I'm going through objectively as though it is something that is growing me and something that is going to help me and to evolve me. And that has truly made a difference in my life because with that objective perspective, you are not a part of it, right? You are only the person who is growing from it and you can see it. Um, One timeline technique that I learned from NLP, which is um, neuro-linguistic programming, Reese with Yes Supply, her and I, She's amazing. She's my soul, sis. And she taught me a timeline technique where basically at some point during the technique, which she's teaching and training us, she shared that basically you pull yourself up like you see a line and you pull yourself up as if like you are viewing um, your timeline, your life, and you are way, way up in the sky, like way up in the universe. And she said, look at your life like that. And when I looked at my life like that, I realized that my problems were so much more smaller than I thought they were. And because my problems are so small and I'm technically so big, it made me realize like, this is only here to make me grow. This is only here to make make me become a better person. And if I truly look at it from this perspective, I will always win. There is nothing that will stop me. So again, you determine your happiness. It doesn't matter if you've experienced heartbreak because I have, and I share that with you guys in the introduction episode. Um, I've experienced what it's like growing up in a low-income household and to deal with a lot of other things, being a black woman from the South. But I've always created my own happiness, my own little bubble and have kept my head up even during the darkest times because I look at my happiness as my responsibility and not predicated on my circumstances. My second lesson for you guys is to listen to your intuition. Listen to your intuition. I'm telling you guys that intuition is some serious stuff. Like, I mean it. When you listen to that gut feeling within you, you never go wrong, right? So your logical mind may be thinking, what the crap? Why are you quitting your job? You're, that's dumb. Like, you're going to run out of money in a month. You you don't have anything. You're losing your benefits, right? And I'm, I'm expressing that because that was my thought process. Like, oh my gosh, this is scary. This is dumb. <laughs> but my intuition said, you should have left a few months ago, right? Intuition sometimes makes absolutely no sense. And I heard this today in church, which was really profound for me. And that was... Faith doesn't make sense. It only makes miracles. Faith doesn't make sense. It only makes miracles. And that truly helped me to understand that that intuition, my gut feeling that I am choosing to listen to is causing me to step out on faith, right? And I am a true believer in faith 100%. Like I don't think that you can do anything wildly successful without having some sort of faith. So something for me that I had to really step out on faith, of course, I shared with you guys that I quit my job. But most recently, like I put myself out there to um, rent this particular property. And basically, I had to kind of start from scratch on some things like with painting, with getting like tables, chairs, all these things like I have had to do things that were very uncomfortable to me. And I even had a situation where some of those things even got thrown away. Yeah, that's a whole nother story. Um, but what I did learn from that experience of stepping out on faith is that sometimes you, you have to put things in order before they come to you, right? So like, why would God give you something if you're not willing to put the things in place. Why would God give you a million dollars and you haven't even opened up a bank account, right? And so you have to listen to your intuition, even when things sound silly, like why would you do that? Or even sometimes your intuition feels really, really good, okay? But most of the time it feels silly because it pushes us out of our comfort zone. But sometimes that intuition, Feels so good. It's like mm, the same, right? It's some people also call it discernment and the Holy Spirit. Um, whatever you call it, it is there for a reason. It's a universal intelligence. It pushes you to really. Think with your soul and with your heart as opposed to your mind because there are three different realms that we live on, the spiritual, the mental, and then the physical. And our intuition, our gut is that spiritual that sees all things. And so that is what we have to listen to instinctively. And it will save us. It will totally save us from any and everything. And it may not look good at first, but eventually when you get to that and you listen, you will always wind up on top. You will always be able to gain so much more when listening to that intuition because it does not steer you wrong. My third lesson for you guys is that you really can have whatever you want, literally, right? You literally can have whatever it is you want. And I think that, That's another big reason why I even launched this podcast because I feel like a lot of people are so limited on what they believe that they can achieve and what they can do with their lives. They believe that the circumstances they were born into is like, that's it. Like, you just got to live your life like this. It doesn't get any better. Nothing. That's not true, guys. You literally have the same amount of opportunities as everyone else in the world. And I know that sounds silly because you're probably thinking like, well, Jasmine, look how like you grew up. Look at the things that you didn't have. Look at where you are. What do you mean? Guys, we all are on the same playing field. I don't care what anyone says. If you can make choices, if you can make decisions, you have the power to have whatever you want. It's just a matter of deciding and making a standard right making a standard that this is where I draw the line I am not going to cross this line I'm not going to settle so if you feel like you can truly have what you want you will not settle at all so a couple things that have been coming up for me has been like I truly truly I want to buy a home and I had like gotten approved. I even put a down payment on a home last year and I started kind of looking again this year. But for me, my home, my truest home is with me being married with kids. I don't know. I've just always felt that way. Um, And I don't know if you guys can relate, too, because some people are like, oh, no, go get it anyway. But for me, it's like, no, like I just see that with my family. And so it would be easy for me to just go out, get the house and, you know, whatever. But I just I just don't feel that way. You know, like I feel like. I'm supposed to wait and I'm supposed to be patient because I know that I can have whatever I want. And for me, guys, I'm sorry, that is very personal. I don't really think I just have shared that with a lot of you guys. But that's one thing about this podcast is that I am going to be sharing personal things about me because I feel like that's what people learn from the most when I am being very vulnerable and very truthful about my life. But so that's the reason why I haven't bought a home, because I'm I'm waiting to be married. I'm, I'm waiting for that moment so that I can feel good for myself. And that isn't to discourage anyone from getting a home. Like, if you feel like God told you to go get a home, go do it. Like, I think it's going to be amazing for you. But for me, I just feel like being patient and waiting um, for myself is going to help me feel better. And while I'm waiting, I am you know, still believing that I can have whatever it is that I want out of my um, future relationship, out of my friendships that I have now, my businesses, all of those things, and not just choosing to just settle and just have one thing. And I know like whenever you start to believe in your mind, I can have whatever I want, I can have whatever I want, you need to understand that things are going to come against you, okay? 120%. Things are going to come against you because like some people call it ego <clears throat> some people say oh that's that's the devil like it don't matter it's it's both of them okay <laughs> because ego is edging god out and it's like you know, you start believing that you can have things, but then you see everything crumbling under you, and you're like, oh my gosh, like, how can I have whatever I want when I'm losing things, when I'm not where I really want to be? This does not make sense to me. I don't understand, but what I have learned and what has helped me the most is that if I am facing adversity, I must be on the right path, right? Right? because having that adversity, number one, I believe that adversity grows you, as I already shared um, a little bit earlier in the podcast, but not only does adversity grow you, I truly believe that if you were on the wrong path, you probably would not see as many issues. That's crazy, I know, (laughs) but when you're on the right path and people are going to come against you. There are going to be certain obstacles, but it just makes you more tenacious. And that's something, if you are deciding I'm going to get what I want, you're going to have to build a tenacity that no matter what comes against me, I'm going to win. I'm going to beat this. This will not beat me. All right, guys, number four. Another one of my lessons, the fourth one, is be yourself. I know you guys have heard this a million times. Be yourself, be yourself, be yourself. You probably saw it on the wall with a poster and a kitty cat in junior high. (laughs) But that is so true, so true. Be genuinely authentic to you. Because when you are authentic to yourself, everything around you will just gravitate towards you and it attracts to you, right? If you're trying to be someone else, you're gonna attract the things that they have or they want and you're never gonna truly be happy because you're trying to be someone else. And I know for me, I literally, guys, I'm not gonna to lie to you all, I have tried to be what society has wanted me to be for a long time and I think probably... Within the past two to three years, I've kind of broken out of that. So for me, growing up in the South, like I always felt like I knew in my heart of hearts that like I truly did not want to get married until a little bit later in my 20s. I just always felt that way. I felt the same way, like about kids and settling down, all of that. But there's a lot of pressure in the South. Right? You see all your friends having 99,000 kids. <laughs> you see them, you know, getting married, and people are always asking you, when are you getting married? When are you having kids? Who's your man? Who's the, like, that social conditioning that I had to have all these things by a certain age really, really affected me. And it just showed me that, like, <laughs> that I needed to truly, truly be myself. And not try to be somebody else, right? My timeline doesn't look like somebody else's timeline. To be honest with you, right now, my focus is on building my podcast, becoming an international speaker, um, become, being an international writer, boosting my primary and secondary business. I mean, I want my own TV show. So the way my life looks is not, is not going to look the way someone else's life looks. I'm just being 100 percent honest. Like, I mean, if we all had the same lives, first of all, we'd be boring. But (laughs) in addition to that, guys, don't even another thing is don't compare your life to anybody else's. Right. Like you don't know what they really went through to get to where they are. Right. If I wasn't sharing all this information about myself and what I've endured, you guys would have no clue, but because I'm sharing, you can see things, and you can start to probably, I hope, feel better about yourself that you are not the only one dealing with this, and it's so important to be authentic to you, because the more authenticity that you have, the better that your life will be, and since I've been myself, and I've been true to who I am, and developing, that's why, guys, I said, I feel like I've changed so much. I feel like a different person, because I'm not trying to get to where other people think I should be. I'm deciding and setting the tone for what I want for my life. And it has helped me so much. And guys, I, if you cannot tell, like, I am happy. <laughs> I, I've always been a very happy person, right? But like, I am truly, truly happy because I am being myself. And because I'm not trying to portray something that I'm not. And, um it has just helped me so much. It has made my friendships, I believe, more rich. Like, I'll give you guys an example. Like, being myself, I'm that friend. I'm going to call and check on you. That's just who I am. And at one point, I was trying to, like, I ain't calling, checking on nobody because don't nobody call and check on me. Like, I was trying to be something that I wasn't, but that's not me, right? I don't have shallow friendships. I tried. I tried to have friendships where, you know, oh, I just... Every now and then we hang out. I cannot have shallow friendships. I have to have friendships that are rich with people who love me. If I have a problem and if I call you and you're my friend and you can't even give me a piece of advice, we're, we're, we can't be friends. Like maybe I can mentor you, especially because I love, you know, helping people. But as far as on a friendship level, it's not going to work. So I encourage you guys to even write down and say, like, what does it mean to be yourself? right, what is being you entail, what does that look like, so that you can feel free, because when you're trying to just conform to whatever the world wants you to be, when you're trying to just um, go with the flow, or or do what your family wants, you're never going to truly be happy, and you definitely won't be yourself, and be able to find yourself, and I've, I have found people who for years, like and if you guys haven't been able to tell, yes, I'm, I've am i turned 26 today, but, like, I have friends that are in their 30s and 40s. <laughs> like, I have a very old soul. And some of them have told me, like, that they are just now finding themselves because they were trying to be something that they weren't. And they look at their lives and they're like, if I had known what I knew at your age, I would be so much further along. And so I hope that in me sharing this, that this helps you guys. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or you're 55, right? Anybody can benefit from this, but you really want to be true to yourself and be authentic and do what feels good to you. All right, number five, only do what you love. Only do what you love. And finding out only doing what I love I shut down one of my um, money mindset groups, right? The normal entrepreneur would have been like, Jasmine, don't shut it down. That's passive income. You can like increase your membership prices. You can try to do a little bit more. I mean, they were just going on and on, you know, in research and looking at things. But then I realized like, but I don't like it. Okay, then I started wondering, okay, why don't I like it? I don't like it because I feel like The group is not as engaged as it once was. And even though I try to ask questions, help out, do different things, there were only a couple people that were really active. And I realized I changed. It had nothing to do with them. It was I changed. And so because I changed, because I'm more active, more hands-on, wanting to grow my income, increase my finances, who I was when I first started that was not the same person. And so because of that, it made me, first of all, I'm creating a totally new Money Mindset um, program where people can just straight out buy it. You don't even have to worry about having a membership. And when that launches, I will let you guys know. But I felt like I didn't love it anymore. And because I didn't love it anymore, I didn't want to do it, right? Do not do anything you don't love. That is the most important thing in the entire world, I know people who work at jobs for years and years and years, and they hate their jobs and they're so miserable. Guys, I stop. <laughs> like, stop doing things you don't like. Only truly do what you love. <clears throat> and I'll be honest. In my primary business, I have wanted to hire on. I've I wanted to hire on another assistant, a receptionist, all these things. But then I looked within. And I'm like, Jasmine, why haven't you hired? Extra people to help you because I actually like talking to people. (laughs) I love doing sales and marketing. That's like my favorite thing to do. So guess what? So what if I have to work a little bit extra in my business and I'm not leveraging just yet? I don't care. I love talking to people. I love interacting. And for me, it's ministry. For me, it's an opportunity to pour into somebody's life and help them, whether it's with my mindset and business coaching or my primary business with tutoring. Like, I just really love, of being able to connect with people. Um, and there have been other things, guys, that I've kind of shut down. Like this month, I did not do any international writing whatsoever. <laughs> and that's my money. Like, that's an opportunity again for me to get paid. But that's just how much like I I feel like everything should be a heart thing, right? I went into teaching because it was a heart thing. So many people told me, Jasmine, you are way too smart to be a teacher. That's what they told me. You are way too smart to be a teacher. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, wouldn't you want somebody who was smart to be a teacher, but that's a whole nother thing, right? They're like, you need to be a doctor. You need to be a lawyer. You need to do this. You need to do that. And I'm just like, no, because I don't love that. That would be fake. I, y'all, if I was still in school to be a doctor, first of all, I would be in debt and I'd be mad. Second of all, I'd be miserable. Like I would hate my life because that's not me. Like I am not (laughs) a doctor. I'm a people person. I love kids. I love speaking. I love being around people and just having fun. Like to me, even just recording this podcast is fun. And I mean, I have to do what feels right for me and I encourage you guys to do what feels right for you and what you connect with because whatever you connect your heart with, the money's going to flow. Again, whatever you connect your heart with, the money is going to flow. It has no other way but to flow to you because you're doing it from a place of love. And I know that scares people because it's like, what do you mean? Like, but I'm telling you, it works. It works. It works. It works. Only doing what you love will allow you to grow in such a way that like, first of all, people are going to connect with your heart. Right. And it's crazy because I, um, I talked to some of my old coworkers that I worked with, um, as a teacher and they were asking the kids, they were like, you know, who was your favorite teacher? And, of course, if I hadn't shared already in this episode, like, I left um towards the end of uh November. And they, the kids have had, like, you know, another teacher or whatever. And they literally just asked at random, not out loud in front of a whole bunch of people, but, like, one or two kids. And they were like, Miss Thomas was my favorite teacher. And I'm like, really? Like, just talking to the adults. And, I mean, and even those parents, they still called and and they had signed their kids up for my tutoring company. I mean, the list goes on and on, but they told me the reason why they love me so much is because they knew that I wanted to be there. They knew that I love their kids and they knew that I cared. Like I literally, when I was getting ready to quit, I called each and every parent and I talked to them and they were like, you know, normal people wouldn't do that. So I know that you must really love my child and you must really care and as a result, the crazy thing is, is that almost all those kids wound up joining my tutoring company. So that shows me, if I follow my heart, if I follow my passion, I will always be paid. Passion, purpose equals paid. All right, number six, guys. It's the sixth and last one, and it's my favorite. It's my favorite lesson. Um, hardest lesson. This is probably the lesson that I cried the most. Learning. It's painful. It's so painful. All right. Forget the opinions of others. Forget the opinions of others. Guys, like, if you didn't know, I have such a sensitive soul. And because my soul is so sensitive, I'm an empath. And as an empath, like, and I didn't know what that was called, right? So when I was younger and people would go to the altar at church, I would go with them. I would be crying with them. And I didn't understand, like, why am I crying? Like, it's not even that I'm sad. It's not that I had a problem. It's just that I naturally feel people's pains. And so because of that, when someone says something to me, I can take it very seriously. And it makes me think something's wrong with me. But what I've learned over this past year is that sometimes People say things out of their own insecurities and not only do they say out of their own insecurities, they are trying to give advice sometimes in an area that they have no expertise and then when they say it to you, you don't know that, right? Like (laughs) you don't know the reason why they're saying that. You can't really explain it, right? Like it, it probably doesn't even make sense. You're like, why would you say that to me? Why would you even do that, you know? But it's because they are dealing with their own stuff. Like I had a friend say something to me that I felt was very, um, very upsetting, right? I never expected my friend to say that. But then two weeks later, I found out she was going through a really hard time. And I look back and I'm like, so, and I didn't say anything to her, but I was like, so she said that because she was dealing with that. So be careful who you get advice from. Be careful of whose opinions you listen to. I mean, I even had someone tell me, um, and I'm, I'm sharing this because I'm comfortable with myself now, but I wasn't for a while. My tattoo that I have, um, it says, with God, I have no limits. Um, I was very insecure about it when I first got it. And then someone told me, like, educated people don't get tattoos. First of all, that person doesn't even remember they said it. That's the funny thing, because I definitely remember. <laughs> but I held so tight to that opinion That it was ridiculous, but the only reason why that person was saying is because they were insecure about areas of their own lives and they had their own problems, and so what did they do? They projected their problem towards me, right? That's what happens. So what I encourage you to do is, first of all, when people give you an opinion or when you feel like someone is giving you some sort of opinion, keep a bubble around yourself, right? Hear it, but keep a bubble up. That's the most important thing. Hear it and keep a bubble up. Because when you have a bubble around you, anything that someone says is not going to hurt you, it's not going to affect you, and you will truly be able to just hear it, and then you can dissect and analyze and take what you think may actually benefit you, right? Because sometimes some things are beneficial, but you have to sift through it and just be mindful that some people are just haters. (laughs) Some people are just, you know, even if they are calling themselves your friends, you never really know, first of all, what they're going through. And second of all, how they really feel about you. And that was something else that I found out, like some people would project their opinions on me. But then I realized they didn't even like me and they call themselves my friend. And this was even family, right? They didn't even like me. They didn't even care about me. But they were saying their opinions and I'm thinking that they love and are concerned, but they're not. So just be very, very mindful of that and don't take people's opinions personal, right? Listen to yourself. Even when you ask for advice, be mindful of the advice and know that the answer is in you. The answer that you need is not within someone else. Like maybe they can confirm something for you, but the answer is not in them. The answer is in you. Always remember that whatever you need advice for, you already know the answer. You're just looking for someone to confirm what you have said. So if you have really enjoyed this particular podcast episode, here's what I would like for you to do. First off, I would love for you to follow me on SoundCloud and download this podcast on iTunes. And I want you to rate it and tell me how you actually felt about it. How was it helpful for you? Was it something that you gained out of it? And please be very specific and clear. In addition to that, guys, because it's my 26th birthday and this is the official launch of this podcast, the Queen and You organization is a wonderful, wonderful um, organization for girls fifth through the ninth grade and I am $70 away from my goal of $200 to give to this amazing organization to help them to empower and build up the confidence of young girls in North Carolina. In addition to that, guys, what I'm really excited about is the Royal Empire Mastermind. I am actually revamping the Mastermind Group Coaching Program. So for a while, I've been getting people that are asking me about one-on-one coaching and I do it, you know, from time to time. But I really have found group coaching very enjoyable because it allows me to impact more people at once. And guys, these are just six of my lessons, right? Like this is not everything that I have within me and my journey and the wisdom that I've gained along the way. I would really love, love, love if you guys would take the opportunity to head to my website, she'sworthy.co. I'm actually going to link all of these amazing things inside of the um, description for this particular episode. And guys, I hope that you enjoyed it. I love you all so much and definitely tune in every Sunday. I am going to be uploading to iTunes and SoundCloud an episode because I think that you guys are really going to gain something out of this. And I want to hear from you too. If you have any questions, definitely feel free to reach out to me on she'sworthy.co. I have a contact page and you can ask me any questions there. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will chat with you all next week.